0: Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about mosquitoes and why they might like to bite some people more than others. But before we get to that, let's hear a quick word about another great podcast over at Slate. I'm Julia Turner, the editor-in-chief of Slate, and I've got a new podcast about women and work called Women in Charge. There's no female way to be a boss, and there also aren't enough female bosses, demographically speaking. And so in this podcast, I set out to find women in charge in all kinds of industries, from TV to online retail to the military to academia to fancy pants restaurants. And in each episode, I ask these women how they lead and how things are changing for women in their fields. Get Women in Charge in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. This episode is dedicated to my neighbor, Todd. Whenever we are outside hanging out in the evening and the sun starts to set and the mosquitoes begin to appear, I know that he will act as cover. I'll escape with only a few or often no bites at all, while he, unfortunately, will end up coated in them. And Todd is not alone. Scientists estimate that about 20% of people are more likely to attract mosquitoes and thus get bitten more often. But what makes some people more delicious, to mosquitoes, than others? Before we answer that, we have a note from one of our sponsors. Support for this episode comes from the Grammar Girl podcast. It's a great educational podcast that makes the conventions of language and writing simple and accessible. Every week, Grammar Girl host and New York Times best-selling author Mignon Fogarty answers a handful of listener questions, like, where does the word MacGyver come from? And should the color gray be spelled with an A or an E? And what's the difference between disinformation and misinformation? With over 12 years worth of episodes, you can bet that if you've wondered something, Grammar Girl has covered it. Mignon used to be a science writer, so you can find tons of helpful tips on scientific writing and APA style. Grammar Girl is part of the Quick and Dirty Tips Network, the same network that produces my show. You can find episodes of Grammar Girl on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. Or you can follow along and read transcripts at quickanddirtytips.com. Now back to Mosquito Bites. What attracts mosquitoes to some people more than others? Whether or not we are doomed to be highly attractive to mosquitoes is mostly determined by our genetics. For starters, the main way mosquitoes search for their next victim is by tracking down our carbon dioxide output, a telltale sign of a mammal's existence. This means that your metabolic rate, or the amount of CO2 your body releases as it burns energy, is a big factor when it comes to attracting mosquitoes. To a large extent, our metabolism is predetermined by our genetics, but we do have the power to alter it somewhat. For example, drinking alcohol and exercising can both raise your resting metabolic rate, and thus make you more attractive to mosquitoes. So going for a run and then stopping to have a beer at dusk is just asking to get bitten. Mosquitoes also prefer pregnant women, a fitting prey, since only female mosquitoes bite at all, out of a need to develop fertile eggs. Pregnant women on average have higher metabolic rates than non-pregnant women. One study found pregnant women exhale 21% more carbon dioxide than their non-pregnant counterparts. Pregnant women are also at another disadvantage. Their body temperatures tend to be higher, another mosquito attractor. Our bodies naturally emit varying levels of acids and chemical signatures in our skin, some of which are used by mosquitoes to track down their next meal. Mosquitoes sniff out humans via the lactic acid, uric acid, and ammonia on their skin. Byproducts expelled through our sweat. And thus another reason exercising can bring on the bugs. Some studies also suggest that people with higher levels of steroids or cholesterol on their skin attract more mosquitoes. Now, this does not mean that someone with higher cholesterol will be more of a mosquito magnet, but that people who are better at processing cholesterol so that more of it is left over to remain on the skin will instead attract more of the insects. Of course, chemical attraction likely varies a bit depending on the species of mosquito, But given the large impact mosquito-borne diseases have in certain populations, what chemical signatures attract or deter, mosquitoes is an active and important area of scientific research. Perhaps not surprisingly, mosquitoes also prefer certain blood types over others. One study found that those with type O blood were twice as attractive as those with type A blood. Those people with type B and type AB blood fell somewhere in between. However, not everyone secretes a chemical signal that reveals what our blood type is. 15% of us do not. And mosquitoes prefer a person who does send out that chemical message, no matter what their blood type, over someone that does not. So what can you do if your genetics predispose you to being considered extra delicious by mosquitoes? While you can't change your genetics, there are a few steps you can take to camouflage yourself. For instance, mosquitoes look for dark clothing, motion, or anything that makes you stand out to signal to them that you are, in fact, delicious prey, and not something else that emits CO2, like a tree. As many of us have experienced, mosquitoes also prefer to feed at dusk and dawn when the humidity rises and the wind tends to die down. So if you can avoid being outside at those times, you will have more luck in avoiding them. And speaking of wind... Mosquitoes have trouble flying in even a small wind, so if you have to be out at dusk, try positioning yourself next to a fan. Insect repellent can also help, but keep in mind that one kind of bug spray might not always work on all types of mosquito. DEET, for example, can be very effective on some species, but others appear to be immune. Even if a species does not have innate immunity, some studies have shown that they can become resistant to DEET in only a matter of hours of exposure. Of course, if all else fails, you can always find someone tastier than you are and stand by them. And while we're on the topic of insect preferences, you may have heard that lice also prefer a certain blood type. The research remains less clear for lice than it is for mosquitoes, but studies do show that lice prefer to stick to a single blood type for their meals. For example, one study showed that feeding on multiple blood types reduces a louse's ability to reproduce and reduces their longevity. So it might make sense that blood types like O and A positive that are more common might also be more likely to attract lice, but more research is needed to firmly make that connection. In the meantime, the Mayo Clinic has tips for avoiding head lice and for how to get rid of them if you don't. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Helping You Make Sense of Science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com.